Right here, guys, we've got some big news. We've got a uh, our first sponsor come on board with us today. Uh, we'd like to thank the family-owned business in Shepparton, Yenkin and Gale Glass, for coming on board with us. Um, we really appreciate the the support. They're a family-owned business in Shepparton. Uh, if you need any glass or glazier needs around the Golden Valley, contact them. They're at 22 Callister Street in Shepparton. Their phone number is 58215211. So, yeah, we're really appreciative um, and look forward to the future with them. <laughs> Puts up the three. Will go. Rebound box. Back out to Allen. History title. Tie game with five seconds remaining. Palatelli. Aguero. Play clock at five. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. Unreal. Two minutes and just under. AFL season launch. We've waited six months for this. We've watched that boring cricket that Corey loves so much. And tonight, the season starts. Western Bulldogs versus Melbourne. The green final preview in round one. They haven't done that for a fair few years now. We're sick of watching Richmond and Carlton start the year off with a Richmond spanking. He's looking forward to the AFL season, boys. Corey and Bronson with me here tonight. Good to be here again in some good company. Yep, g'day, how are you? Good to not have Liam here. So you keen for the season? <laughs> yeah, keen for the season. Absolutely, absolutely. Getting boring watching the cricket. Uh, I don't know, the Pakistan series with Australia isn't very very good watching at the moment. It's a bit boring, but yes, very excited for the footy. And I'm actually, dare I say it, a little bit over the NBA at the moment. But yeah, it's a bit... It's, a bit get it's getting a bit monotonous for me, but... I am, yes, I'm very excited for the football. It's a bit like get to the playoffs now. Get to the playoffs, yeah. But, yeah, it's, I don't know, the AFL, yes, we're all keen for it, but I feel like the build-up hasn't been as big as it has been some other seasons. Mm, In what ways? Like in terms of, I don't know, maybe I just haven't watched as much media. I don't know, previous years I felt more hyped up for the year. What about you? Yeah, same. Even the the (laughs) pre-season games and whatnot, just random times in the Arvos, haven't really felt too much build-up for them. well, they've changed it like you used to have the Wizards Cup or the NAB Cup or the fucking whatever else they've called it. But they do the community series now, the JLT, and it's, I don't know, it doesn't feel like it has that sort of a atmospheric built to it. Yeah, no, you sort of just want to have that that build-up of like televised people getting together, actually rallying around of a night time. I feel like that's what AFL brings for Australian sport. You know, you, you fill in those nights, you get together, um, everyone knocks off work rather than just, yeah, quiet games in the afternoon that you sort of have to find or hop onto KO to watch rather than, you know, just getting on seven or whoever's whoever's on this year. I am frothing that it's on a Wednesday night to start the year. I, I, do, I do miss AFLX, though. AFLX. <laughs> do you reckon that'll ever return? No. God, no. I hope not. I never watched one one game of it, I don't think. I was on the own over a couple of nights. No, I never watched a game of it. I don't think I watched a single game of AFLX no. either. No. What was the point of it? I just saw that like oh, they tried to have like the swagger about it. Like, I think it's like expanding. In, like, it's like the sort of like, sort of like an all star game, you know, sort of. Yeah, it was like the big bash, and they had less yeah, plays on yeah, the field. And yeah, I'm glad they've thrown that one in the can for now. Keep it traditional. Yeah, we just we just want to get back to watching good old fashioned football. That's it. Yeah. 
Well, last year you had Melbourne obviously get the Chockeys uh, mm-hmm. first flag since 54 or 64, one of the two, like it fucking yeah, matters. Yeah, I can't remember. But, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, they were obviously a fast-paced team. They looked good. They had that sort of a sort of Richmond-esque, how Richmond sort of handball-happy mm-hmm. uh, flow-on forward effect. Probably a question for you, Corey, considering Bronson's probably going to talk about Tim Cale for a bit. <laughs> but uh, do you think that... That's probably the way to go again this year. I know that you sort of follow the analytics sort of side of things. I think so. With the um, obviously the six six rule helps that. Um, well, they brought in a few new rules this year as well, didn't they? Yeah, I haven't caught up on it. I haven't caught up on it either. But obviously, the game's transformed into a fast paced fast paced game. It's um, a lot easier to watch on the eye. I'm not a fan of like bringing all these new rules in too quick. Like I feel like brought, they've brought in a lot of rules in the past. One of the 10. rules it was the um, to the to the umpires. Yes, no, that's right. Yeah, no. Um, See, I'm not no a fan of down and whatever. Yeah, you can't even look at them. Like you yes. can be upset. In my opinion, you can be upset with a decision. And I mean, you see a bloke like Ray's Ray on the footy field, you're going to give him some lip. Like, oh, it's not even just giving him lip. It's just being disappointed that the decision. And sometimes they're not even disappointed in the decision. It's like it's disappointed just them in themselves. Yeah, in yeah. Done. But even most of the time, it can just be a heat of the moment outburst. Like it's a passion yeah. of the game. You're in the yeah. middle of a, a big stake, you know, match. I can see what they're doing. And, um. Obviously, protecting the umpires as much as they can, and it's um, in- increasing the pace of the game. Yeah, but it's just forever increasing. Just the the snowflake. Yeah, era. it's making it more like, and more of a. You want to see uh, blokes yeah. out there? They're they're top performers. They're at you know elite level. Yeah, let them have the passion. Let them have the drive. Like yeah. they've they've earned their way here. You know, yeah. you don't. My cricket hasn't been changed hardly ever. The game of cricket, but now apparently they've brought in a couple of new rules after the COVID sort of. Saga thing that's happened. Trying to get, I think it's trying to get, like you said, more scoring, more people viewing, yeah. that entertainment sort of a yeah. purpose. Like the NFL is doing it; they're trying to shorten their game. I get where they're coming from, but I get where they're coming from. But I like, I'm a traditionalist. I like yeah. the like, just don't change it too much because then the players get upset, and it filters down into even local footy. Like some of the changes, they don't do them straight away in local footy, but they but some of the umpires think that it applies yeah, to the league. Yes, and you get umpires that are applying some of these, and then some aren't, and you. It's just confusion. It's more that's more in local footy though. Um, but yeah, I'm a, I'm more of a traditionalist. I like to just keep it simple, keep the game as it is. Um, I don't keeping it. I like it fast paced, paced. But you got to give the defenders something. I feel like the defenders don't have much of a like. Nah. They're just <laughs> it's like a bowler these days. Like you, you get flat wickets, especially like in Pakistan at the moment. Like yeah. they got flat decks over there. It's like a it's like that. The fenders are getting more and more taken away from them. Like the hands in the back was the first one. Um, third man up in the rock. Um, can't move on the mark. Can't move on the mark. Like it's just, yeah. I can see what they're doing, but yeah. So a few segments to sort of bring in the AFL season. Uh, I've done a top 50 for the year. I'm not Robbo from AFL 360 or the Herald Sun, but thought I'd give a bit for the boys to let me off about. So we'll touch on that. Uh We'll get into like who we think is going to win it, uh, Rising Star, Brownlow, all that sort of stuff. A couple of big calls along the way and uh, we'll see how we go from there. So I reckon after the ad break, we'll get into me top 50 and you can critique me, if you will. All right, we're back. Uh, top 50 time. We're not going to go through all of them because it would take us a bloody hour, but give a bit of an indication as for who I picked where along the top 50. Um, That's it. 
at 50, Jacob Hopper, uh, great player. Good uh, player. Deserving of the 50. Took a big step last year. Yeah, it was out, it was out of him and Aaron Francis, I think, for the 50. <laughs> nah. But uh, very deserving. Um, moving along. Actually going 45, Patrick Dangerfield. I feel like he's still in that bracket. Um, yes, he's getting a little bit on now, but he can turn a game on. A lot of people will probably still have him in their top 20, which I can understand. But for me, he's he's yeah. just in there. Yeah, he's probably, yeah, maybe I'd say between 30 and 45, yeah. Yeah, still, still a good player. Like IQ's there. He knows what he's doing. He can yeah. lead the pack, yeah. even if he's not, you know, making the. Yeah. So this this fifties basically going into this year, and what I think um, at forty, you got Darcy Moore. I think he's a great player. Goat. Um, he's a goat. The goat backman he, of the league. Do you think he definitely has to play down back again this year? Yes. Yes. Yeah, it depends what Craig McRae is doing their forward line. Like if we're gonna play Mason Cox, that um Nathan, is Nathan Kruger, a new recruit. Well, they, call, they just call him Freddy Kruger, but will he play round one? I don't know. He's got I'm pretty sure he's got a little niggle at the moment. I'm not sure if he's right for round one or not. But um yeah, I I can see more playing. If he has a full year, he's a big chance to be all Australian. So I know he missed a lot oh, yeah. of last year, Absolutely. but he has that X factor. Yeah. If he stays away from injury, he's going to be the dominant force that we need in the back line. Intercept marks, crash in a pack. That's what we need. Uh, 35, Lockie Whitfield. Uh, great player again. His ball use is mm-hmm. elite. Yep. So um, not necessarily that he had an off year last year because I still think he played well. Yeah. But... Yeah, he, I think his year before that was better. Yeah, I agree. So I think um, he's another one of those players that has the potential to push into the top twenty-five yeah. or so. But yeah, yeah so I this list is going off last year's form. Basically, last much. year's form, a little bit of if you've got some runs on the board, I'll leave you in there. But um, yeah, mainly around last year and a bit of your own predictions. Yeah, a bit of what you think is going to come forward. Yeah. So thirty. Um, I've actually gone Carl Amon. Yeah, uh, we touched on him last week. Great player on the wing for Port, and I think he had an awesome regular season. I can't really remember much of him in the finals. No, neither can I. But, uh, well, they only played the two, and they got spanked by the Bulldogs yep. in the prelims. So. I really I really like Carl Amon. He's a good player. Yeah, and look, like I said last episode, again. Creates space. He's always yeah, he's always got space around him. He's kicking. He hardly misses a target. It's what you want in a wingman. Just effective. Just what you want in a wingman. Yeah, and yeah. if they were picking the wingman last year, him and McLuggage have it sewn up. So, yeah. yep, twenty five is probably one of my more controversial ones. Is Tom Mitchell at twenty five? Yeah. Um, I know he's a Brownlow medalist, can accumulate a heap of the footy, but Hawthorne were pretty average last year t- until probably the last six seven weeks. Um, he was a bit low at the start of the year as well, and obviously accumulated a heap of touches towards the ends of it. If he can improve his kicking and probably even hit the scoreboard a little bit more as well, yeah, I can see him. I just feel like there's... He's coming off injury though, wasn't he? Yeah, coming off injury. I think it's taken him a while since that broken yeah. leg to come good. Yeah. So. so he come good that yeah last bit of the season, didn't he? Started racking up a yeah. few touches. In his, in his prime and when he's playing his best, he's definitely a top 10 player, but yeah. I just think overall he's not yep. there. 20, I've gone with Zach Merritt. Um <laughs> I think he's one of the most efficient kicks. Of course you do. Um, he's <laughs> look. It might no, he's seem a, good a little player. bit biased. He's a good player. He's a good player. And I've got him actually ranked over Parish by a couple of spots. So yeah, I think the that's reason for that is one again the runs on the board, 
And two, I just think his leadership and the way he goes about it, he's, um, he could have a really, really big year this year. I feel so. like Parrish has um, hits the scoreboard a bit more, though. Yeah. All right, yep. saying that? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, Accumulates possible, even more numbers. I haven't Merit. seen the score involvements, but I'd say that merits are up on his. Um, his tackles, he usually has a lot of tackles in the game as well. They're pretty similar players. 15, I've gone with Bailey Fritch. Yep. Yep. Happy with that. Deserving six in the grand final. Um, I think he probably kicked 50 or 60 for the year. Yeah. So, yep. And, yeah, if he plays anything like he did last year, he's definitely up there. Yep. Well, uh, we'll get down to the nitty-gritty. 14, Lockie Neal. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Probably a bit too low now that I've thought about it again. He was injured as well last year, missed a lot of it, but bloody good player. He got targeted a lot as well. Like he was getting tagged heaps. Took him a while to get used to it. Yeah, it took him a while to yeah, work his way into this year. Um, Been sort of helped Zorko as well. Once all the attention sort of going over locking the locking Zorko yeah. stepped up. A few, a few other boys in that brizzy midfield yeah. had, had to get it done for him. Yeah. But um, a part of that, maybe he was thinking about going to Freo, was probably on his mm. mind for a bit, and obviously he's staying now and... Hope he has a good year, even though I see the line slipping, but Bronny has him in the GF. Yeah, no, I see him. I see him going well this year. I think Lockie Neal steps up even further. 13 is probably my biggest shoot up the list and probably a bit too early of a call, but I've gone Sean Darcy. Mm, uh, that's I, an interesting one. Yeah. Corey was super flat on that. Not flat air. on it. It's just an interesting one. Well, besides Max Gorney, he's probably, the, as of last year's performance, he's probably the second best ruckman in the comp. Mm-hmm. Rowan Marshall's in my got Rowan Marshall Nat at seventeen. Nadanui for me is Where's he on your list? Didn't make it. So <laughs> very controversial. <laughs> got ranked the number Grundy, one player by Champion Data last year, but for me, he oh, he's definitely in the top seventy or so, but for me, Nadanui, I don't know. Uh probably now that I think about it should be in there. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a hard list. You know, I've made it off the top of my head on the old iPhone notes. So, um, apologise to you, Nick Nat, for not making you in there. But to, for me, he wouldn't be higher than top twenty-five mm. if he was going to be in there. Thoughts? Yeah. Oh, who's twenty-fifth on that list? Tom Mitchell. I feel like he's more impactful than Tom Mitchell on the ground. Possibly. Yeah, I can see it. But has more of an impact on a game. Can turn it and click. Yeah, fair enough. That's, right. that's just my thoughts anyway. But no. he is he is injury prone though, isn't he? Twelve. We got Took Miller, your boy. Took. I love Took Miller. Man. Best two way runner in the comp. Oh, I absolutely. Runs um, his guts out every week for that team. Absolute. I'd star. like to say he's he being at twelve. But if it's he was hard. playing in Victoria, he would be a like a star. He's yeah. so good to watch. You watch his off ball work. Contest to contest, just doesn't stop until he goes to the bench. It's fucked. Yeah, fair enough. 11, I've got Sam Walsh. Um, great year last year. He's got that sort of a gut run about him. and yep. he, he can kick goals early, young yep. player. He could really push into probably the bloody top five this year if he has another cracker. Yep. 10, I've got Stephen May. Um, he's the only defender I have in the top 10. But for me, he was All-Australian, uh, Premiership player, Played in the granny with a torn hamstring. I just thought he was super last year. Yep. Uh, nine, Jackson McRae. I think there's no doubts about him mm. being in the top ten. He, 
a lot of people like unlike Tom Mitchell, I feel like he's far more influential when he has it. Yeah, uh, meters gained, especially. Yep, eight Harry Mackay, the common medalist from last year. Mm-hmm. Seven Ollie Wines, probably a bit stiff considering you on the brown load. Yeah. At seven, but he really only had sort of folk around him to take votes off him. I feel majority, mm. even though they were a top four side. Like you still got blokes. That can bob up here and there, like your Butters, uh, Burn Jones, whoever you want to pick. Amon. Amon as well. But yeah, I think seven's around about right. Yep. Six, Max Gorn. Yep. Deserving. Yep. Yep. Huge final series from him. And Brett Deledio, actually, I listened to a podcast today, has Max Gorn to win the Brownlow this year. Oof. Which is very interesting. It's a big call. Five, rolling on with a great segue there without meaning to, Jack Steele, my favourite for the yep, Brownlow. my favourite as well. Yep. Um, I, don't he, think, I don't think many had Steele and votes from him at St Kilda. And if they're going no up, pun intended. <laughs> what do you mean? No Steele and votes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even click. Uh, but for me, if he wasn't at the Saints last year, they would have been Shit. diabolical. Yep. They would have been bottom six at minimum. Yeah. Um, for Dusty Martin, yes, he was injured last year, missed a lot of it, but he's X Factor, um, runs on the board again. Well deserving. I can see him having a big year. Yeah, well he's you he's had it. gonna be up there. Yeah. And he was was he I don't know. Don't worry. Don't know what I was thinking of then. Yeah, I can see him um having a good year. He's uh, apparently training the house down, but there's one from every club, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, Jake Stringer. <laughs> uh, all right. Um so my top three's there. Can you just guess who they are? Uh, Petrarca. Petrarca is at number one, yep. deservingly Bo- so. Uh, Bontempelli would have to be there. Bontempelli's at number two. And who's at three? Um, who Clayton Oliver. Clayton Oliver is at three. Yeah, fair. Yep. Fair enough. You've earned your spot for next week on the podcast. Well done, boys. Um, Clayton Oliver, Check one of the boy. coaches, uh, was it the coaches MVP and yep. the AFL PA MVP as well. Yeah. He stood up massive last year, didn't he? As a player, if you didn't know about, I guess you could say, the prestigious of the Brownlow, would you rather win the Brownlow or the AFL PA MVP? Jeez, mm, I don't know. Probably. Uh, I'm not. I feel like. <laughs> I don't know. Probably I feel Brownlow. Like it's, I feel like, yes, I like we like tradition like we talked about, but I feel like the umpires voting for it is yeah. it's a bit outdated. Yeah, but I don't know. It you might know you're not remembered for an AFL PA medal, are you? You're remembered for a Brownlow medal. And the thing that's sort of hard about it as well, you're given 3-2-1 for the three best players in the ground. There's 44 players in the ground. Mm. Like what if you're 6th to 10th best on every week, mm. playing absolutely solid all year, you, you might not get a vote. Yeah. I know it's... Brownlow's a midfielder's medal. You start looking at like averages and whatnot impact on games across the whole season rather than just the votes you get for a standout game here and there. Well... I think how the coaches do it in the Herald Sun might not be the Herald Sun; they might do their own votes. But five, four, three, two, one mm. from both coaches. Yeah, they might have a little bit of biasy there, but it's going to be from both coaches. It's going to be even. It's who the coaches think are the most impactful. Yeah, they do the votes for their club best and fairest anyway. Uh, might not be for the Brownlow. I know it's dated now, and you can do all of that. But I feel like that's for me. I feel like it's a bigger award. Mm. But I don't really. I don't know. I don't like the Brownlow. Yeah. It's just such a midfield. It's like it's like any best and fairest, even local footy. It's just a midfield. Unless you unless a full forward's kicking 130 plus goals, they got no chance of winning anything like that. Or you never see a defender. No, like a you're, you're always looking at the bloke who has the ball in the hands. If Stephen May, like for perfect example, Stephen May keeps 
Lance Franklin and I don't know Harry McCoy had one and two goals respectively in two games straight. Like you know, you wouldn't get a vote because you got you got Max Gorn tapping it down um, Clayton Oliver's throat and feeding it to um, Petrarca, and they're kicking goals. Like they're going to get the votes all day. You'd have to have nine intercept marks and probably twenty-seven touches and ninety percent efficiency, and kick a goal from fullback or something. Yeah, and they'll probably still get two or one vote. Yeah, that's why I'm not big on the. Brownlow, I don't know. It's just obviously it's just a midfielder's medal. Um, I feel like they should have something else for the rest of the league. I don't know. But. Well, we've touched on it earlier. Um, so Brownlow, I've said Jack Steele will win it, yep. and my roughie being Andrew Brayshaw from Freo at eighty-one dollars. Uh, who are you boys got? I'm still back in Jack Steele. Um, I like his game. Still think he's going to be number one. Um, I'm just going to say, I feel like Petrarca goes second this year. Yeah, right. Do you think St. Kilda win enough games? I'm probably devil's advocate because I said the same thing, but do you think St. Kilda win enough games for them, for him to get enough votes? Yeah, I think they pull through enough. I definitely see them making finals. I think that they, I still think that they have it in them. Um, They've been up around there last couple of years. Um, I think just building the team that they've got and actually just getting better and better. I see them making finals this year, so I think they pull enough wins that Jack Steele gets noticed enough for a Brownlow. Yep, nice. Yep, um, I've also gone Jack Steele for the Brownlow. Oh. And my roughie is Dusty. Yes. To come out of the clouds and win one. I wonder what he's paying, actually. You should look it up. Later. I'm not sure what he's paying. I'm going to guess probably about 12 15, or $13, 12, $13 maybe, bucks. something like that. Yeah. Which is not oh, – that's pretty and he's, shit odds, to be honest, considering the – You're not going to not see Dusty on the field in a oh, Richmond jumper. Like, yeah, exactly. So nah, he's like my it. roughie. Nah, very well done, boys. Rising star for the year. All right, yep, Nick Dacos, he's a picked it. All right, yep. my go now. Nah, Nick Dacos, obviously, he had 31 in that community series game. Yep. Yeah, he's my pick. Biases. <laughs> I'm, is, I'm biased, but it's going to be a gun. Yeah, but, even even coming from the VFL, like you can you can see the potential he has. He's coming to the Collingwood squad, like you said. He has that standout game. Is preseason, yes, but uh, his abilities, you know, what he's shown throughout the years. I think he handles the pressure. He's got you know brother and a dad going through the system. Yeah. Has the support that he can come straight into the league, and I feel like the nerves don't get to him as much as maybe does a few other rookies. Um, I think he just comes to that squad and makes his impact known. I hope it's a close Rising Star Award between him and Horn Francis or something. Well, yeah, around. I was about to say, if the father-son wasn't there, he would have gone to pick two, maybe even one. Mm. Because yep. it does work in his you, favour. You're, you're not going to go and pick him and then pick another player and say, oh, we only did that to trick the other clubs. You want the player <laughs> to feel welcome. Yep. So, yep. yep, fair enough. I'm actually going to go with a uh, player from Hawthorne. Mm-hmm. Denver Granger Brass. Now mm-hmm. he went at, I believe, number six. Not this year's draft, the year before. Yeah, I was going to say. He only played before. five games. Um, he's sort of your, uh, you, I guess you could say Ridley or your uh, Jake Lever from Melbourne, sort of a player. Yeah, can do that sort of a zone off. And if he, if he uh, pulls it together and Hawthorne actually seem okay, I can see him playing maximum games and yep. being a good chance. So there's my. Tip for that. Well, he's got a pretty good mentor in Sicily there. So Yeah, Sicily. And I see Sam Mitchell playing him as well. Yeah. Um, biggest mover on the ladder for the year. So I've said it the last couple of episodes, I've been hung out to dry. Freo for me to sneak into the top four. It's a big call. but It's not bad. I don't mind it. It's not out. 
outrageous. It's not outrageous. It's not Bronson saying that Collingwood will finish in the top eight. Yeah. I think that's, even as a Collingwood supporter, I think that's even more outrageous. Yeah, than but I, I, I have to hold on to hope. I've, I've yeah, I know. We have to have some. run with some other teams, so yeah. they're my last hope for a bit of happiness and yeah. sports. Um, my, what is it, the slider? No, improver. Improver. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to go Richmond now to just, back, just get back to the finals, I think. Um, what were they, 12th? Yeah, 12th last year. I can see them jump back into the top six, possibly. Yeah, yeah. but I have to put one apart from kind of, I do back Saints to to move up and make finals and actually be a pretty good squad this year. Yeah, well, Liam's not here, but uh, Liam just texted me through. Essendon to win the flag this year. Uh, can't <laughs> wait. Parrish Brownlow, Peter Wright, Coleman Medal. That's a bit out there, Liam, but I'm happy with it. It's fair enough. It's anyway, actually we'll... a video footage of Liam with a bag over his head holding up signs while Bro holds it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Um, righto, biggest slider for the year. So in terms of sliding, it can just be a drop-down in position. It is hard to pick, but I have picked Brisbane. Um, I still see him making the eight, but, yeah, for me, Brisbane, I don't know. I just feel... Like they've been up there the last couple of years. They've made, they have lost to the Premier the last three years, I think, in finals. Yeah. I think it does take a bit of a toll in there. No hit wood till halfway through the year. Um, yeah. Uh, Daniel Rich and those sort of fellas, Zorko, they're getting on a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a prediction. For, for me, I just still feel like they haven't fully unlocked their potential. Like they're up there last few years, but I feel like they still have that one little switch that is going to just turn it on for them. Some teams never get that potential, though. That's my thought behind it. Yeah, Everyone can't win it. but And then some teams do. Like, yeah. we, saw, we saw Melbourne, you know, you saw Doggies 2016. Some teams have it. Um, I feel Brizzy, Brizzy do. I see Joey Danaher having a bit better of a year, actually a lot more impact up forward. Charlie Cameron turning it on. If they beat West and Bulldogs in that semi-final last year, which went down to the Bailey Smith goal, you'd nearly think they beat you along in the prelim and make it to a grand final. So it's mm. not a bad call. Yeah, not a bad call. Um, mine is West Coast to drop down into the bottom four. That's my obvious slider. And I've got a bit of a roughy one as well. I could possibly see Sydney dropping out of the eight. Ooh. Sydney. Yeah, I think I did. I mention this. You haven't, no, you haven't said it previously. Yeah, so no, I'm a bit intrigued over this. I Sorry. think I'll put them in the ladder predictions at. Oh, jeez. I think I did four thirds. Now, yeah. now I'm looking I back. At, I think you might have put them at six or something Fifth like that. Fifth or six, I feel. But I feel – I'm pretty sure I said last week that they were a bit of a – it was a bit of an overachieving year for them. Yeah, yeah, we did touch on that. Yeah, I think I touched on that last week. Um, yeah, I can see them – I still think they'll play finals, but I can see them – I would not be surprised to see them drop to ninth or tenth. That's just – that's my little bit of a roughy slider. Yeah, Nice. I'm I'm gonna say Geelong. Geelong is my slider for for the year. Yeah, I don't mind that either. Um, I don't know. I'm just not really being too impressed by them. You know, you've got a few big names, but like we said, it's a forever aging squad that you can keep bringing in. You know, middle aged blokes or whatever. But it's about time that you start building up from the bottom. And mm. I just feel like they're they're on the way down, and I can see them possibly missing out on finals this year. I hear um, James Podsy Adley's got another contract there. Actually, bring back Matthew Stokes, <laughs> Nathan yeah. Ablett. Yeah, I love it. Um, this one's a bit off the cuff. I don't know if I've given you any run on this, but Smokey All Australian for the year. Uh, for me, I'll start things off. I'll go with Noah Anderson from Gold Coast. Uh, Where's where in the guts? 
potential. Yeah, well, you'd nearly like have to be, wouldn't bench. you? Unless he goes off the back flank, mm. um, which he has played a lot of footy there. But, yeah, for, to make the squad, yeah, no Anderson, that's probably my smoky. Yep. Oof. All right. I'm actually going to What was go. that, Liam? No, we're doing the pod. Yeah, righto. You want Stringer, All-Australian captain. Oh, righto, we'll put it in, go. mate. It's in. Oh, All right, sorry, Corey. You'll go, mate. <sighs> sorry about that, folks. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with a Ruckman. I'm going to go Jared Witts. Ooh. Yeah. It's off the top of my head. I like him. He's, he used to be a Collingwood boy. He's really stepped up his game since heading up to um, the Gold Coast. Sorry, out of blank. Um, yeah, I could see him having a good year. He's got Took Miller down there. Obviously, Noah Anderson, Matt Rowe. It's a pretty handy midfield when you think of it. Um, still young. Um, yeah, I can see him stepping up his game a bit. Uh, I'm just going to go Essendon boy, Jordan Ridley. Yeah. Um, I can see him absolutely making an All-Australian squad. His presence is always known down there. He's what you like to see in a defender and, you know, pushing up the wing and getting getting the ball rolling from the back. So, Jordan Ridley. Nah, good pick, boys. Actually, I like that from you. Um, we'll go with your big call slash headline of the year. You can pick either one. Um, I'll start things off and go Clarko to sign on at Tasmania to coach. Uh, Tasmanian AFL team. Yeah. I think it's a bit left field. He might might sign on for in 2024 or something like that and have some sort of plan around it that he's getting paid to sit on his ass from Hawthorne at the moment. So I Smart think, man. What's what's the talks with uh, the Tassie team at the moment? Like, so I think they're trying to get the licence approved halfway through this year. Don't quote me on it. I'm not Craig Hutchinson. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I believe they're trying to really push for it to the 19th team, which uh, Nathan Buckley alluded to it on SEN. We're struggling with 18 teams after COVID. Some teams are still getting paid out. Yes, Tasmania probably deserve a team and that'd be mm. good for the comp, but Should is, it, team is it financially going to be yeah. smart when you're still trying to get the Gold Coast Suns up there? Yeah, yeah And know. probably even GWS, even though they've heavily uh, been dominant over the last couple of years, yeah. they don't have a huge supporter base. Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, that's probably my I, I like to. I'd like to see it spread across Australia. Like, even at, like a... Northern Territory team. Well, we saw once they played a few games up in Darwin, like yeah. the support was there. People were yeah, seeing like, it. The, yeah, the people up there go there. Like, yeah, go exactly. to, they only get it like once or twice a year. It's like a Melbourne-Port Adelaide game or something they get yeah. at TIO. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah correct. Um, yeah, I could, I'd could. i like to see it spread across Australia. More like Tassie and yeah, Darwin. Yeah, I think or, a Tassie team would be good to see. In or there. even a, like a, a Cairns or something. I don't know. Yeah, well, that's it. Past, um, what is it? Past Brizzy. Yeah. Um, mm. Got really nothing else far north Queensland apart from yeah. NRL. So yeah. if you introduce it up there, even when the, the AFL comes up there, you play at like Kazali Stadium. Cairns mm. loves it. Like the, the city's buzzing yeah. um, when when the AFL comes to town. So I think teams, like you said, more spread around the country does yeah. help. We love it being, you know, a lot in Victoria, but these other interstate teams proven throughout the years and yeah. it's, it's awesome to see so why not expand a bit more yeah there's a market there for sure but it's just you got to get these other teams going first like bruff said like your gold coast there's been struggling for a number of year number of years now how um, long has gold coast been in the in the league now 11 years 2012, yeah, right. 2011 2011? yeah 11 years so yeah. is it but i feel like gws for me is a bigger squad compared like they came in after Gold Coast in there. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. but I just feel like they, their supporter base feels 
it was bigger. Like, I've been a better side. Yeah, I understand that, but like his Gold Coast, maybe just not the the right place. Nah, they reckon they're definitely not going to give up on it because the younger level roots is expanding up there. Yeah. So they see the market for it in the future. That's why they're heavily trying to invest in it now. I understand. It's just hard. I guess you've got... I've had a lot of good players leave them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just for me, just the, in terms of location. I know it's like when you talk about Victoria and it's a suburb, the suburb, but you've got Gold Coast and Brizzy an hour and a half away from each other. It's sort of hard for you to you know, create a fan base probably where most of the time you've already had the Brizzy. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. There's only one team to pick from there. Is yeah. that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, well, sort of. You, you're right in the vicinity of each other. So yeah. I just feel like maybe the yeah the location is a bit weird. Maybe that's why it hasn't kicked off so much for Gold Coast. It was even the same in the A-League, you know, the Gold, Gold Coast. They folded after just a few years. So I don't know if it's just, yeah, location, but we'll see. If they can support it and keep them going through, it'll be better. Mm. So what, uh, what am I doing with my headline? headline. Um. You mentioned him before. I'm going to say Nathan Buckley to come back into a coaching role uh, next year. Senior, senior coach or, or assistant a, or, a, or just, or just some sort of coaching Just role. some sort of coaching role and then if it's an assistant, roll into a senior coaching role the year like after it. or something like that. I like it. Maybe you could go to Collingwood. I reckon they need someone. <laughs> yeah, maybe you can come back. Um, I'm going to continue on with a bit of Geelong hate here and I'm going to say that if they don't perform, Chris Scott's job is on the chopping block. Oh, he's gone Fucking whack to Scotty. I just, I don't know. Obviously, a lot of people will probably hear that and disagree. Um, you've probably got a lot of, you know, like loyalty and fan base around him being at the club, but consistent years of not making a grand final with a good list, eventually making the top eight and losing in finals just doesn't cut the cake anymore. And you've yeah. got to actually start looking at what the fundamental problems are. And I think it might start with Chris Scott. Treading water, you reckon? Uh, sort of. I just feel like it could be pushed to the point where if they don't perform, he's definitely going to have a lot of eyes on him. And they'll be 7-0 and to start the year. And be good. <laughs> <laughs> good, good for him. But... <laughs> nah, all good. All right. The final one to finish it off, the biggest one, grand final at the MCG we hoped this year after COVID. Yep. Who's in it and who wins it? Uh, I'll go Melbourne wins it against the Bulldogs. He's gone right in the limb now. I like I'm gonna, I'll say I'll say by eight points. Oh, he's gone in depth. I like that. Oh yeah. Ooh, Norm Smith, that. Max Gorn. Oh, love it. <laughs> okay, for me, it is going to be a Doggies Port Grand Final. Uh, doggies by a point. Oh, and Jesus, Norm Smith will go to Warren Treadray. Jackson McRae. Oh. Close, fair, fair. I'm gonna go Melbourne as well, but I'm gonna say they win over the Brisbane Lions by five points. Norm Smith. Um, I'm gonna say Clayton Oliver. Yeah, nice. All right, time for Corkers Crackers now, and uh, we'll be back after this. We've had a lot of complaints come in for these for Corkers Cracker, but we'll give you one last chance, mate. What have you got? Rightio. So little Johnny and his dad, they jumped in the boat. They're going fishing out in the middle of a lake. Anyway, they're having a great old day and Johnny's dad pulls out a beer and he starts drinking it. And little Johnny says, Dad, can I have a sip of the beer? And dad says, well, can you dick touch your arsehole, Johnny? And Johnny says, nah, it can't, dad. And his dad says, well, when your dick can touch your arsehole, you can have a sip of me beer. And he says, ah, oh, righto, okay. Anyway, a couple of hours later, Johnny's dad pulls out a cigarette and little Johnny says, 
oh, can I have a smoke of your cigarette, Dad? Dad says, can you dictate your asshole yet, Johnny? Nah. Johnny says, nah, it doesn't, not yet, Dad. And he said, well, when your dick can touch your asshole, you can have some of your cigarette. Yeah, right, anyway. All right, so they go home, and Johnny's into the cookie jar. And he's, yeah, he's eating them, uh, and Dad comes in and says, oh, Johnny, can I, have, um, can I have a cookie? And little Johnny says, Dad, can your dick touch your asshole? And his dad goes, oh, shit, son, it actually can. Anyway, little Johnny says, well, you can go fuck yourself. These are my cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. Sorry for everyone again for that for this week, but uh, well done for Corker's Cracker this week. Round one time, uh, give a bit of an insight as to who we think is going to win. Obviously, it's the toughest round to pick, but we'll have a crack at it. So Wednesday night, first game, grand final replay. Wednesday night, I know. Wednesday night. Interesting. Very very interesting. They would be a bit bit eager. Yes. The chair. Melbourne Doggies, uh, your grand final. So first game and the last game for the year, you believe. Who wins? Give us us a margin. Give us a bit of a storyline if you can. I'm going to say the Doggies beat them in round one by 19 points. That's just it. That's my story. No shit. I was about to say, I reckon the doggies get up by 19 points. (laughs) That's unreal. So I That was weird. I was going to say that as well. (laughs) Yeah. Um, no, I think I think doggies do win um, going into round one, early days. But I think doggies get up. I'm going to say uh, ten points. We'll move on to Thursday, Richmond Carlton. A Carlton Blues. Hopefully, they don't have the mm. Blues much longer because they haven't beaten them for I reckon oh, nine or ten years. They get fingered every time in that first round, don't they? Is it the year that Carlton turn it around? Well, I think it could be. I, I feel like Cripper's going to have a massive year. I yeah. feel like he's going to. Have a huge year. Well, All right. Dockies, I don't know if I said this earlier. Back. Did I say this earlier? No, I didn't. I said I've got a feeling that Crips might make it in the top four of the Brown though again. I'm going to back Richmond. By how much? By not much. Four points. Oh, I like it. I'll go with Carlton by nine points. They are. They have that win that might get them up and about for the year. Don't know. I'm going to back Carlton as well. Six points. I just want to see Carlton maybe win four games at the start, really get their supporter base up and going, get their hopes up, and then they just crumble. I'd love to see it. <laughs> well, hopefully this is the last you're like, time. You're like kid with the magnifying glass on the hill, aren't you? Killing the ants. Yeah. <laughs> Dog. <laughs> well, hopefully this is the last time we see these two teams on a Friday night for the year. St. Kilda, Collingwood. Um, oh. Yeah. Oh, what do you reckon? Oh, honestly. Is the sky blue? Honestly, I'm going to go St. Kilda by... <gasps> St. Kilda by 21 points, I think. Oh, spare me. Spare me. It's... Watch the pies come out and absolutely bend over the fraudulent Saints. Me and the missus will be watching this very intently and Collingwood to win by 38 points. Jeez, oh, <laughs> he's gone big. Well, wait. Um, you know what? I actually do see the pies coming out to fire. Um, it's funny, that It's like we're Collingwood supporters or yeah, something. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, I've, I've been talking up St. Kilda, but for a round one clash, I don't know. I just feel like Collingwood's got a bit of, bit of something happening for them, even if it's just mentality-wise. Um, Where do we want to say? A bit of a bit of see about us. Yeah. just yeah. A bit of, Probably can't say it on the podcast. Yeah, just a bit of fucking zhuzh, like, you know. A bit naughty like, early. A bit say. naughty. <laughs> nah, but I, I think Pies come out and we get up by... Uh, Look, not going to be much. I reckon maybe 14 points we get up by. Mm. 
bit of see you in the Northern Territory, I think you were going with there. But <laughs> you know what it is that makes you think this, and every supporter does it, including myself. First round optimism. You're zero and zero for the year. You go, you think of all the possibilities. Geez, like if we actually switch it on here, we might be all right. Every year you think it, and uh, for me, every year you fail. So, yep. um, well, I, w- I would think that too. If we I will see. We will see. Right, who's the next, who's next round? Next, you have Saturday two ten, which I will be attending at the G. You going? Yep, Geelong Essendon level one. When? Saturday, Arvo. I went to ask. Oh, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> uh, Geelong Essendon. Geelong Essendon. Oh, what a crap game! Geelong's about a dollar sixty. Essendon's about two twenty five. Yeah, right. I'm going to actually back the Dons. Yeah, right. I'm going to back the Dons by twelve points. Nice. As much as I hate to say, because I hate Geelong probably even more. Um, oh no, I'm I'm all over with this one. I can see either I can see either taking it, but um, I don't want to see Geelong win. I don't actually think they come into this round one and get it firing. I think Duns have a little bit of momentum behind them. Apparently, Jake String has been training the house down. Oh, always one. There's always one. Uh, I think Duns come out and they get up by thirteen. Uh, I just talked about first round optimism and I'm going to do a bit of a backflip. I think we get done by four points. I think Oof. I think we kick horrifically like we have been in the preseason and cost ourselves a game we should win, I reckon. so. Oh, you shouldn't win it really on paper, but yeah, I don't think you should win it on paper, but I think he's will. I hope he's, well, first, I hope he's do. First round, you never know. Battle of the Bridge, GWS versus Sydney. Who cares? Next game. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, I'm going to go GWS by 26 points. Ooh. I'm going to do a backflip on that, and I'm going to go Sydney by 15 points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go with Sydney by 20. Yep. Lovely. Moving on. Brisbane versus Port Adelaide. Cracking game. game. So your top four from last year are versing each other in the first mm. round. Gil's just gone, here you go. Yeah. You want some footy for round one? It's going to be good to stick it. around. That's stick a good it. Saturday night game. That's Saturday night. Yeah, yep. righto. Um, I'm going to say, oh, where is it? It is, uh, sorry, give me a second, at the Gabba. The Gabba, Gabba, Gabba. Uh, yeah, I'll say Brisbane by 23 points. Yeah, I will agree. I'll just pick Port to make the granny, but it's only one game. So I'm going to go Brisbane by three points. Um, You're picking a lot of close games yeah. within five points. You know what it is. I'm trying to save face when all my tips go down south. Yeah. And I'm oh, three for nine for the year. <laughs> oh, I was I was leaning towards that team. <laughs> um, I say Brizzy take it at home. Uh, they get up over Port by sixteen. Hawthorne North Melbourne absolute cracking what game a for a Sunday. Blockbuster. Oh, wait, what time is it on? One ten, nothing better on, on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, it's deserving. Nothing better. I'd love to watch when I'm marinating on the couch after about fifteen sherbets a night before. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Quick little uh, spider eight leg multi on it, even though you don't give a snuff. Oh god, who you got? Oh, I've actually got North. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to back. I'm going to back North. I'm, I'm going to back North by ten. I back North by. 45 points. I think Hawthorne are... 45? 45 points. I think they have that sort of a win. Gets them up and about, and that's about all they do for the year. <laughs> kanga, Kanga, Kanga. Oh. It's hard to say. I don't know. Both not the greatest of performances last year, but going into the new season, I see Hawks getting up. I'm going to say they hit them by 20. 
Oh, nice. See, round one, it's that hard. Like, yeah, well, we haven't really got too much to go off. Preseason is only a little taste, but until you get into real, you know, the real deal, first round is very hard to pick until we, you know, yeah. we see the performances, who's firing, who's not. Well, I'm glad Liam's not here because he's just a left lane driver. Uh, the way he the way he operates his life, he just sort of goes through the motions. Would rather put the, put the foot on the brake than hit the indicator. Yeah, he, he just, goes through life like he does pl- how he plays table tennis. Yeah, have you ever played cool. table tennis? Oh, against I can Lane? imagine he just block back. all he does is just get it back. Just nice and he does nothing out of the blue. Just <laughs> oh, I'll just wait for you to make the mistake. I'm Boring. Beating yeah, on the man who can't si- defend himself. Fraud. <laughs> he'd be sitting there in, the, in his little left lane, driving his little car, With going, his little hat on, just <laughs> just going. The head oh, bobble going. Oh yeah, I'm going to be smart this week and pick all the favorites. Oh, people, people, people. So, um, sorry about that, Liam. But I'm not sorry about it. Next time I'm driving past you in the right lane, mate, I'll give you a wave and. uh Segway moving on to Adelaide. Can't wait to have you back, though. Yes. Agree. <laughs> uh, Adelaide Fremantle. Fremantle. Adelaide Fremantle. Fremantle Flogham for me. 50, 52 points. Uh, for me, I'm going to go Freo by 31. I'll say Freo 36. Nice. We're all in the same judgment there. See, Liam would have gone whatever the line was on sports bet. Have we got a team as a, like, we all have our own individual team. But we like we pick Canterbury Bulldogs as our NRL team. Who have we got as our AFL team? Well, I feel like we should ride the Suns. Yeah, I, I, I like that. I love the Suns. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna get one. Of, I'm gonna. I'm gonna get a country Do you love the daughters as well, or just the Suns? <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer. Uh, Pause. Uh, I'm going to get a country membership for them. Not that that's going to help me watch any of their games. You know, I'm what? in a different we're, state. We'll ride the Suns and then they'll they'll be in the top four and then we'll go now. Nah, yeah. My so. boy took me. I'm going to win the brown though. Yep. I'm happy with that. We'll go for the Suns for the year as part of the podcast, not individually. Yes. Um, last game for the year, speaking of mm. West Coast Eagles versus the Gold Coast Suns. Suns. What time is that on on the Sunday? It's for Eastern Standard Time. It is 7.40 p.m. That's Australian. That's not um, New York Uh, time either. uh, um, (laughs) Who's who's home in Gold Coast? uh, West Coast. Over in West Coast. Uh, No, no, I still still don't think West Coast win it over there. I'd like to actually say Gold Coast. Yeah, Um, right. You're wrong again. So uh, Gold Coast win this, and they win it by 19 points. He just said said Gold Coast. Did he say Red Coast? No, I said Uh, Gold Coast. You are are Too many coasts. Keep it inland. He's probably trying to make a joke about Tim Cahill or something. But, <laughs> nah, Gold Coast by, you know what, I'm going to give him a little pepper here and say 30. I like it because they played them in round one two years ago, I believe, and they spanked them by like 60 points. So yeah. um, West Coast, Tim Kelly's out due to COVID protocols. West Coast have got that many players out. It's yeah. not funny. Looks like your fantasy team in NBA, I reckon. Oh, they've actually all just come back. <laughs> just lost can't make finals now so oh yeah, yeah we'll all come back Corey's got Corey's got no chance to play finals yeah right <laughs> um, so you go on Gold Coast as well I'm going Gold Coast uh, Eagles just have too many injuries for my liking and I can see Took Miller having about 43 and two goals in the first round and Gold Coast winning by 27 points yeah well apparently Took Miller's been training the house down oh, there's always one there's always I love one. him I love Jake him. Stringer so Right, 
Righto, so we'll get into the MVP votes for the week. Uh, my first one, I wrote this down maybe a couple of days early, but I went Gary Trent for dropping 40 and then he came out and dropped about eight in the next game and was terrible. But good on you for the 40 piece, mate. You've made it, you got a vote in the MVP. Again. Again. Uh, two votes to LeBron, moving on. Uh, <laughs> and three votes actually to Peter Siddle, who was the leading wicket taker in the one day cup format this year, um, excluding the finals, obviously. Had 12 wickets at about 11. That's a good going. Um, and he's, what, he hasn't played test cricket in years nah, now. Nah. So he's still going. He still goes very how well. Would he, how old would he be? He's 36. Be like 30, I reckon he might be older. Yeah. Bananas, I reckon. Must yeah. be. Keeping fit. But he actually still looks like he's got a few years left in him as yeah. well. So, and I'm not a huge Peter Siddle advocate either. So good yeah. on him. Oh, good on him. All right, moving on to my votes. I've got one vote. I've given one vote to Usman Khawaja for his form lately. I know they're batting on a absolute road, but he made 97 in the first test and backed it up with 160 in the second test. Um, so that's good to see. He gets a lot of flack, especially from the Katana boys in their group chat. They don't like him, and, but he's uh, been performing, hasn't he? Um, two votes. The uh, GOAT, Tom Brady, for coming out of retirement. Ooh. I'm not a big NFL fan, but that is big news. Good on him. He came out and put on, on put on um, Instagram that he's, his spot is still on the ground and not, into, not in the stands. So how old is he, like 44? 44, yeah. 43rd season. 23 seasons in the NFL. That's, that's incredible. And my three goes to Nikola Jokic. I'm pretty sure I gave him three last week. He yep. has kept going on with his form. His last, <laughs> yes, his last seven days, averaging 29.7, 14.4, and 8.9 assists. Couldn't get it done against the Raptors, though, yesterday. So no. mm, don't anyway. know how he gets three votes, whatever. Anyway, moving on. All right. All right. One vote for me this week goes to Cristiano Ronaldo. They said, it, they said he was done. They said... He hasn't scored in 10 games. Well, it's pretty hard when you're not in the squad half the time at the moment. But he comes out and scores three against Bronson's Tottenham. So, well done. It could have been three votes, but there's a there's a worthy three votes this week about to come out. Two votes this week actually goes to the Broncos. Uh, they knocked off the Rabbitohs. Uh, they were said to be a fraud team, but they're getting two MVP votes from me. So, well done to the Broncos. And three votes this week goes to myself. Uh, easily done. Uh, and the reasoning for it is the giveaway that we're doing. Oh. Uh, the Supercoach box, it's pretty awesome. It's a Pumping pretty good gift. the tyres. It's boys. a pretty good gift. Um, is Bronson coming? Uh, there's, we're not sure Shano, Is Shano still taking his spot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I think it's an awesome giveaway. Speculations. So everyone, please, obviously, share and tag away, and uh, that's going to be awesome. So well done to me, Jack. You are awesome. Uh-huh. Probably the... The best CEO Sports Confidential's ever seen. So fair enough for that. All right. Um, my first vote, I'm going to chuck it over to Jordan Clarkson. Uh, career, career high game, 45 points off the bench, seven three-pointers. I'm a big fan of Jordan Clarkson. Um, seeing him do that, it's actually you know what we really want to see from him coming off the bench and being that, that dynamic superstar apart from Donovan Mitchell. Does it hurt? That he came from the Lakers. <laughs> hey, does it hurt? Nah, because we. Oh well, yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and, come from the 
Yeah. Oh, the entire like rest of the league of like new good players is just like, oh, they used to play for the Lakers. Anyway, moving on. Fuck. Um, two votes. Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. Hat trick against Tottenham. Eat shit Tottenham. <laughs> Three votes. LeBron James. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> I love it. All right. Fraud award. Uh, Lem, please start it off. Yep. So a little dig for my first vote at the Aussie selectors for picking Stark over Hazelwood. Um, I don't know. I feel like Hazelwood, you can just rely on him more to bowl a line in length when we kind of need that because we're going to look to spin these guys out. Fraud for two votes. The new rules that the AFL are bringing into the game and just the vagueness behind them, everyone's sort of... All that. The disrespect to the umpire, which oh. has been around forever anyway, but yeah, you can't even look at them. You can't even, you can't do anything. Yeah. So it's, it's just, I don't know. I just, yeah, it just ruined the game. Be, the you, last three or four years, we've seen a lot of rule changes. Six 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 has been good, and that caught flat. Mm. But you know, some of the rules that they're bringing in now are just—they're trying to speed the game up too much, and they're trying. You know, umpires don't obviously deserve to be. Disrespected in any way, but the it's heat not, of the, yeah. the heat game of the game, yeah, it's just trying to make it game. aesthetically, aesthetically, aesthetically pleasing, aren't they, to the eye? But I think that's a bit too far. And three votes. I know we plead every week that this uh, this <laughs> this podcast isn't political at all, but three votes has got to go to Scott Morrison. He <laughs> has fumbled the plum pudding again in Lismore. All the people coming out saying that there's just no assurance from the man. Um, you know, they were saying that the, what they're entitled to at the moment is $1,000 over the next two weeks for those people in Lismore. Yeah, like, $1,000 per adult, $400 per child. I that think is I read. disgusting. And they were saying, and then I think Scott Morrison said, that's what you're getting and we'll see what we can do about the rest. They've just so, lost their whole livelihoods. It's just... And like people lost their lives. And, oh, yeah, you, someone in your family died. Here's $1,000. Yeah. Like, fuck it. Oh, I lost my whole house and... Couldn't get covered for flood insurance. Here's a thousand. Because flood insurance is so expensive up it's there. It's ridiculous. It's stupid. Yeah. Nah. Good bake. Pick, <laughs> pick your game up, Scomo. <laughs> Nobed. Um. I've gone. My one vote's gone to Philly for getting smashed, absolutely smashed by the Nets. Um. And then almost losing in OT to the Magic today. Um. They're a better side than that. I know the Nets had KD and Kyrie playing that game. But still, they've got James Harden and um, Embiid. Uh, they should have done better than that, in my opinion. Two votes goes to the Lakers. <laughs> Sorry, Ron, for losing to my Rockets in OT. Uh, moving on. And my three votes goes to the Pakistan curator. Because <laughs> he's dished up another fucking shit wicket. Give the bowlers something, for Christ's sake. Ah, fair enough, fair enough. You weren't no rusher this week, so well done, mate. Uh, one vote goes to the Roosters, uh, Sydney Roosters, that is. They think they're hitting a bit. They think they're the biggest team in the league and they just got smacked by uh, the Newcastle Knights, who apparently aren't that good, but they won 20 to 6. So lift your game up, Roosters. Two votes this week go to the Pelicans. I said they were going to be the next team to move up and be the next big thing, but they've had more owls in the Vic Road Centre at the moment. They've been absolutely horrible. So Pelicans, you're no good. Um, Go back to the G League, please. Three votes this week goes to Tottenham. Absolutely deserving, and in particular, Christian Romero, who I touched on in Episode 6, uh, went up to slabhead Harry Maguire and just said, up yours, mate, own goal. 
all over you here. We're going to get the win. And Ronaldo just goes, uh-uh-uh, and just hits a header from absolute nowhere, and they lost again. So bad luck, Tottenham. Fuck off. Um, quick little throw together here, but I'm gonna I'm gonna throw some shade and some hate. I'm gonna start off with following Corey's lead and say my first vote to the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, yeah, porridge display against the Brooklyn Nets. Everyone was very anticipating of that game, and just to get absolutely whitewashed at home. I mean, like I, I love to see it, but frauds. Um, two votes is the fans of the Philadelphia 76ers. The videos that have come out, I understand the, the Ben Simmons hate, but some of it is just too far, disgusting, waiting outside their bus just to, to hurl abuse at him, um, pick your game up. Like, we're passionate, we love our sports, but Christ. There's a line. Oh, just, just do better. Grow up. Grow up. Have yeah. And, uh, yeah, three votes. Da-dum. <laughs> Fuck Tottenham. Frauds. Eat shit. Thank you. Love it. Tottenham's Tottenham's up there. Lakers are up there. We'll have to look at the votes next week. The Pakistan curator is making a late run here. Late charge. Late charge. So, um, well done, boys. We're going to go to the quiz after this, and uh, let's do it. It's time. We're ready. Liam, uh, he's celebrating with his little hat in his little <laughs> car in the left lane. I might have a chance of winning. No, no, no. Look at me. Three-time champion in the left lane. Come on, look at me. Don't worry about him. I've got the two cellar dwellers here, sort of like your Collingwood North Melbourne, Bronson and Corker's Cracker. The quiz. The quiz. We're out. Let's you know the drill. Of our vocabulary. I can't even say One that. Point. <laughs> <laughs> One point per question. Three points for the last. Winner takes it all. So let's start off with question one. All right. Let's That's go. a good place to start. <clears throat> Come on. Nick Floston was in Robbo's top 50 for the AFL for the year. What position in the 50 is he? Corey. Halfback flank. In the 50. I think he means ranking. Oh, shit. Does, yeah, I'm going to come yeah, in with Bronson. Is, is this closest to the pin? Closest to the pin. Does that mean I automatically win? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'll, let him have, I'll let him have a go. Uh, um, Nick Boston. I'm going to say Robbo, slurring his words, has put him in at 34. All right. I'm going to guess 16. Wow. Corker wins the first one. 20 was the correct oh. answer. That's a that's high. All right, that's we're gonna pile. we're gonna stick with another position, and not halfback. What <laughs> position is Burnley on the EPL table? Bronson, thirteenth. Corey, fourteenth. Corey wins it again. They're nineteenth. Yeah, they're so shit, aren't they? I don't uh, know how many teams are in there. Yeah. I was going to say sixteenth. I'm thinking there's probably not even sixteenth. You, you went fourteen for safe measure. Yeah, yeah I, love it. I think I got them confused with Brighton. Oh, I was going to sock a question right over the soccer guru. Uh, hopefully, Liam's guru is a bit of pepper. Uh, hopefully, yeah, Liam's yeah. back next week, or even worse, Shano to take over Bronson's spot. Look at this. Uh, I got a bit of a, uh, I got a bit of a head bobble going now. Yeah, he's your little hat, um, Andy Murray. You all know Andy Murray? Know him well. Right. Good bike. See him at the Aussie every now and then. Right. Uh, Andy Murray has won how many Grand Slams? Corey. Eight. I'm going to say seven. 
Bronson's pipped you there. Gigi's are not close here, boys. He's won three. Yeah, closest to the pin in your face, call car. Uh, if one of you did get the answer correct, <laughs> that'd be great. <laughs> All right, you two should know this one. You really should. All right. Who won the BNF last year for Collingwood? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Corey. Was it Jack Crisp? It was Jack Crisp. He's oh. taken the 3-1 lead here. Jeez, that would have been bad if I got that wrong. All right. Question five. Corey's 3-1 up. Who went number five in the draft in the NBA last year? Oh, shit. Bronson. I'm going to say Evan Mobley. Bum, bum. Was it... Um... Scotty Barnes? Bum, bum. The answer was Jalen Suggs. Ah, uh, yes. Jalen Suggs at basketball. He's not bad. Ah, he's all right. He's Four, not bad. 4-1. Oh, no, it's 3-1, and yeah. you didn't get that one right. My apologies. He's a fan of swimming? I suck at swimming. Yeah, wogs aren't very good at swimming. Yeah. Could well, you, I'm not a wog, but I just suck at swimming. <laughs> who? Sorry, not who. I'll start again. Michael Phelps has mm. won how many gold medals? Oh, Bronson. This is a stab in the dark. Gold medals. I'm going to say 21. That's exactly what I was going to say. So I'm going to go 22. Oh, my God. The answer is 23. Colton's <laughs> got him again. <laughs> I was oh, going to say 21. You've cheated your way through this, Chris. This is horrible, boys. So that's 4-1, question 7. Or is that 5-1? No. 4-1. 4-1 because he... We My apologies. Yeah. Question seven. Who is top of the ladder in the NRL after round one? Oh, God. <laughs> God, you're asking the wrong bloke here. Yeah, no. Um, here. Um, Corey. Panthers. Bang, bang, bang. He's <laughs> gone huge. This is a whitewash. <laughs> oh, no. This is horrible. 6-1. You need to really peg it back here. Lucky the three-point question's at the end. <laughs> Buddy Franklin is supposedly going to kick 1,000 goals at the start of this year. Mm-hmm. How many does he need? Bronson. Corey. Bronson just got in. I'm going to say five. Correct. Yes. He needed that. He really needed it. Would I you have said five? Yes. Right, of course you would have. Of course <laughs> you would have. All right. Question nine. What's that? 6-2? Six two. Six two. You need to win this one as well. Yep. Gee whiz. Formula One, Australia has this bloke who drives a car for us. His name's Daniel Ricardo. Mm-hmm. What AFL team does he follow? Bronson. Oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Saints. Oh. Bum, bum. <sighs> Shit. I feel like I know this, but I don't know this. Alright, I'm gonna say Bulldogs. Bump, bump. Let's go again until he's guessed it. Just to keep I feel it like I know this, but... Someone out there is probably punching their steering wheel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. these boys suck. No, um, I've got no idea, to be honest. Yeah, um, I'll have another stab. It, can, I, can I ask if it's a Victorian club? All right, boys. It's not a Victorian club. Okay. Uh, Corey. West Coast. Correct. Yeah. I knew it, but I just wouldn't have thought of it. 7-2. Five-point question to finish the quiz. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> fuck off. A little bit of, little bit of interest. All oh right. God. The player that I got roasted about in the group chat a while ago. Jordan Poole. 
Gavin Wanganeen played for Essendon. He played for Port Adelaide. Mm-hmm. How many All-Australians did he win? Did he make? Bronson. I'm going to well, say. Yeah, did he make? Sorry. Four. Focus on the answer first. I'm going to say seven. I'll say five. You've been smoked this week. It's five. <laughs> well done. Well done, Corker. He's back on the winner's board. He can stay Thanks for this coming. week. Oh. Bronson, back in the kitchen. Um, I can yep. actually say that as he is a chef. Go and so. make me a sandwich, mate. Um, no, nah, well done. Uh, make me a bologna sandwich. Where's this horse shit? Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Big round of round one coming up. Uh, we're all looking forward to it. Hopefully our tips go all right. I'm sure they won't. Excited. Be back next week for the review. Uh, thanks for joining me, boys, and uh, let's get into it. Excited. Excited to bring it all next week. Let's do it again. See you then. I hate the quiz. That was a good question. I got my four or five of them right. Yeah, good guesses.